Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to talk stats with the resident stat geek and co-founder over at JetsXFactor.com, my good buddy, Michael Nania, for whom we have named this show The Chronicles of Nania. Michael, what's going on? Uh, I'm just watching through the Seahawks game, scraping the bottle of the barrel for something positive to take out of it because this one, this was an ugly one. This was as bad as it's been in one of the worst, probably the worst season in Jets history. So there, it, it was hard to find positives, but there, there were some to take out, but also a ton, obviously a ton of negative takeaways from this one. Michael, I'm one who believes that a spoonful of sugar will make the medicine go down. What can I say? I grew up on Mary Poppins, so let's start with the spoonful of sugar on the defensive side of the ball, and that would be Marcus May. He had a pretty good game, including a really nice interception and coverage one-on-one with DK Metcalf. So we'll start there. Marcus May, that's a plus. Yeah, this was definitely a, a solid game from Marcus May. He had the the great interception against Metcalf, the one-handed tip to himself in the end zone. John Franklin Myers set that up with his pressure, um, bull rushing the center. So shout out to him for that. But May did have a good solid game, and he also had a couple of stuffs in the run game. Uh, in coverage, he did give up one first down, and he had 
an illegal contact penalty, but it, it was for the most part solid in a game where a lot of pretty much everyone else was getting absolutely shredded in coverage. So Marcus May, another solid game, and he's put together a pretty good season, I think. Definitely, I think there it's worth considering he has had some plays where he's been beaten and it hasn't been converted. There's one against the Bills, the second Bills game, where Quinn Williams bailed him out with pressure. May was beaten for a touchdown by Beasley. There was the Raiders game, the play before the game winner. May was beaten on that one for a potential touchdown. There was one against the Chiefs of a similar nature. So it has to be noted that he's been kind of lucky this season. There have been some plays where he should have given up a touchdown but didn't. But even considering those for the most part, since he's moved back to free safety – Um, because he was definitely struggling a little bit when he's playing in the box, missing some tackles. But since he's moved back to free safety, he's definitely looked really comfortable and been really one of the better free safeties in the league. And he continues to be one of the best players on this defense. So I do think it's worth dialing it back a little bit on Marcus May. He's not a superstar by any means. He's, again, been kind of lucky this season. But he's still a very solid player, probably a top 10 free safety in this league, maybe top five, depending on if you're on how you feel about him. But he's definitely one of the better free safeties in the league. So he's had a solid season and put himself in position for a healthy contract, whether that's from the Jets or someone else. Another slight positive is Javelin Gidry. I know that Robbie Sable really liked him in training camp, and he's played pretty well the last couple of weeks. He wasn't amazing in this game against the Seahawks, but again, we're looking for as many positives as we can get. Gidry continued to have a little bit of momentum down the stretch of the season. He may earn himself a spot for next year. Yeah, in this game, it's definitely, he didn't stand out, but he also didn't stand out negatively and that just makes him one of the best players on the defense in this game. 10 jets were targeted in coverage in this game and only one of them did not give up a first down. And that was Gidry who was only targeted twice over his 30 snaps in coverage. Neither of those went for a first down. So solid job in coverage wasn't necessarily locked down. I do think that it's mostly the product of just other players being worse, but still he went through a game against Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, who were firing on all cylinders and he didn't get beat. So pretty solid just to have that fact in the back of your mind In run defense. He had a tackle for loss with Quinn Williams did have a missed tackle. So it wasn't all perfect. And he didn't force a fumble in this game after having three in the past couple games. So it doesn't, so he does, he is human in that regard. He's not a fumble forcing monster who's just going to knock the ball out every single game. But for the most part, solid game for Gidry. And he's an undrafted free agent rookie. So anything you can get out of them is solid. And really on the whole now, the Jets have gone. I mean, this is sort of um, an indicator of how much how little talent they're playing with right now. But the undrafted free agent class has gotten a lot of playing time. Lamar Jackson, Lawrence Cager, Bryce Huff. And, of course, Gidry. So you've had a lot of playing time out of those guys. And Huff and Gidry have easily been the biggest standouts. Huff as a situational, you know, small sample size pass rusher. And then Gidry now showing you some promise as a slot corner. And that's where he's mostly been playing in the slot over these past couple games. So interesting uh, couple of games here from Gidry against the Raiders and the Seahawks. He definitely hasn't been targeted too much, so we'll see how he holds up once more throws come his way down the field. But for the most part, he's played his role pretty well, looked good defending the run in the box. So solid couple of games. 
As you said, Michael, not standing out in a negative way is a positive when it comes to the context of this game. And unfortunately, just about everybody else in the secondary and in the linebacking core stood out in a negative way when it came to coverage. Yeah, pr- pretty much everyone had a piece in this game. Aust- uh, bless Austin, Terrell Basham even gave up a couple catches. Um, Matthias Farley gave up two touchdowns, relieving Ashton Davis in this game. So he's a big downgrade, even compared to the rookie Davis. Um, Arthur Millette gave up a touchdown, and he was only in for a few snaps. Neville Hewitt gave up a couple first downs. So across the board, everyone had a piece in this one. But specifically, um, Bryce Hall definitely had his roughest game so far. 5-6 passing, 47 yards, three first downs, and a touchdown. Plus, he had a holding penalty on Metcalf for a first down, and he was beat for at least 40 yards on a go route by David Moore, and he dropped that. It was right in his hands. So this was uh, definitely by far the roughest game that Hall has had. The first few games he started, there were some silver linings, even though he gave up some catches. He was usually tight, and he made his share of plays, uh, but not too much positive in this one for Bryce Hall. But he's a rookie going up against uh, an extremely good passing attack on the road. So, and so this is definitely, you expect these games to happen now and then for a fifth round rookie. It's very excusable, but this was uh, certainly to this point, his worst start. So, um, and, and he'll definitely be challenged the next couple games. You have uh, the Rams and their pretty solid offense next week. Although they have been sort of an average offense this season, the defense has mostly carried that Rams team, but you have the Rams, then you have Jarvis Landry uh, and the Browns, Baker Mayfield who are playing better. Um, then the Patriots are definitely a lighter matchup he could take advantage of. But um, so far, he's had a lot of challenges, and there have been a lot of promising moments, but also some down moments as well, specifically in this game. Promising moments for fifth-round pick Bryce Hall, though, as you said, this was not his best showing. No promising moments yet for third-round pick Jabari Zuniga. The entire edge rush was bad. They didn't show anything. Zuniga, one of the main culprits yet again. And I think it's time that we understand that Joe Douglas has to do everything he can in free agency to go out and get a real capable edge rusher. This will be the edge rusher class where he can do that, and he's got plenty of money. So we'll see if he can go out and get a Judon and Gakwe, Shaq Barrett, somebody like that. Anybody who can improve this pass rush because, Michael, I would love to use the excuse that injuries are the reason for this. But as we both know, injuries are not the reason for this. It's just the fact that they don't have anybody talented enough to make an impact on the edge. Injuries not an excuse for their performance, but they could be a game changer for you if somebody else's negligence leads to a major injury in your life. It could be a life-changing event. And when that happens, you want a strong legal team fighting for you to make sure you receive full compensation for your injuries. You want to be able to call your legal team whenever you want. You don't want your file to be on a shelf with hundreds of others, and you don't want your lawyers to be afraid to go to court. Here's what you do want. The legal team at Faruqi and Faruqi. They give every client their personal cell phone number to call 24-7, They limit the number of clients they represent at one time so they can give you ample personal attention. And they've got a long track record of taking on insurance companies, corporations, and the government in court. Best part two, long track record of winning. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. Learn more about them at nylegalteam.com. That's nylegalteam.com. 
NFL.com. And Michael, as I was saying, that edge rush looked horrendous yet again. And as I said, injuries can't be the excuse here, even though Jordan Jenkins didn't play in this game. This is a unit that desperately needs to be upgraded in the offseason. Yeah, and, and this is the uh, umpteenth year in a row. We've said this. It's been over, like over a decade since a decade and a half since they've had any sort of threat on the edge. But it, year after year, it continues to be a problem. And this game was a very good example. Only one pressure, over 51 combined pass rush snaps for the edge rush group. That's a 2% rate. The average for edge rushers this season is 10%. So they were um, about five times worse than the average edge rusher this season as a unit. So did pretty much nothing in this game on the edge. Specifically, Basham had 27 rushes, only one pressure. He's had uh, definitely a quiet season. Um, and, and Jamari Zuniga, week after week, I've been saying it's it's too early. Don't judge him yet. But, I mean, the silent games are really stacking up for him. Six games, he has one pressure and one stop. So it, it is pretty early. He's only played 84 snaps to this point, which is a little bit more than, like, one game's worth. In this game, for example, the Jets played set, had 73 defensive plays. So 87, 84 defensive snaps is about one game's worth. And even though he's had six appearances, he only plays less than 20 snaps a game. So he doesn't play a lot. But to this point, there has not been much to like from Zuniga. And with big moves probably coming at the edge position, whether it's defensive end or outside linebacker, uh, he's probably going to be buried next season behind some you know higher, uh, bigger ticket acquisitions. So it's this is a pick that's not looking too great right now. It's, again, very early, less than half a season, not even 100 snaps. Way too early to bury him. But to this point, they're just you just haven't seen anything to like from Zuniga so far. Should say, Michael, that the outside linebackers have done nothing on the edge, but really the inside linebackers have been bad most of the season too, particularly in this game. C.J. Mosley's been out for two years. You hope that he can be at least close to what he was before he got injured, but there are going to have to be improvements made in that unit as well. Yeah, I, I definitely think inside linebacker is uh, as big of a weakness as any position on this roster. Of course, you have Mosley coming back. He is penciled in to be a starter probably the next two years. So you have him. Hopefully he's close to what he was. But beside him, the Jets have a big hole there. I don't think Hewitt or Harvey Longy are anything to write home about. Both have their particular skills. I mean, Hewitt is a hard hitter, good blitzer. Uh, Longy's athletic, has a great motor, but neither of these guys cut it as starting inside linebackers. You look at their the Jets. The run defense was a big weakness for the Jets in this one. They gave up 142 yards to just Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde on 5.3 yards per carry. That's obviously really bad. And looking through all the successful runs they gave up in this game, um, those two guys were one or both of them on the majority of those plays were at fault for it. Both of them, they take bad angles. They struggle to shed blocks and particular, uh, particularly Hewitt. I mean, he's just, he's very slow. He does not have a lot of range from that position. Again, when he does get there, you know, he hits hard and it looks good, but the heat leaves a lot of plays on the field that don't really get tracked in the stat sheet. But they're out there, and they're the reason for a lot of the production the Jets give up. And, and it goes without saying that neither of them are very good in coverage either. So I definitely think this is a position that is a big weakness. 
And it, it kind of flies under the radar. You watch the broadcast, and I think it's been a few weeks in a row. Hewitt has been uh, praised by the announced team as one of the best players. He leads them in tackles, all these things. But, I mean, linebackers are naturally going to get a lot of tackles. That just comes with their position. It's going to happen. If you play linebacker, you're going to get tackles. That's what happens. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're playing good. We're not looking at your missed tackles. We're not looking at the tackles you should have made that you didn't make because you didn't get to your spot in time or the times where you didn't fill your gap correctly, the plays you gave up in coverage, all that stuff doesn't get tracked by tackles at all. So uh, I definitely think Hewitt is pretty overrated right now. The, Jet, the Jets even have him uh, there. They've been trying to campaign him for the Pro Bowl, which is pretty ridiculous. And John Franklin Myers gets no love. But um, I think this is a position that is a big weakness and the Jets need to figure it out somehow. But they have so many other needs that it's going to be hard to do. You have to focus on corner, edge, offensive line, wide receiver, so many different uh, needs to get to that this position might be kicked down the uh, kicked down the road a little bit. But it's a big weakness. So if Neville Hewitt or Harvey Longy are starting for you linebacker, Next season, I, I think that's a pretty big hole and definitely a problem. So it will be interesting to see where inside linebacker is placed as a priority in the offseason with all these other needs at positions that are you know largely seen as more premium and probably are, such as edge and corner on defense specifically. Um, but this is definitely a position where they can be a lot better. Both of those guys, I think, are great to have in your roster. They're good special teamers. As backups, they're fine, especially Hewitt. I think he's better than Longy, but as starters, you can definitely do a lot better. One position that is definitely not a weakness for this team, Michael, is interior defensive line, but this was not their best showing either, including Quinn and Williams, who was on fire before this game. In this one, he was just okay, and as you and I were saying before we started recording, the mark of a great player is that his down games are not terrible. They're not great, but they're okay. If you have an elite player who once in a while gives you an okay game, then that's something that you can live with. And Quinton Williams continues to trend towards that being the case with him. If he puts together a bunch of these in a row, that'll be a different story. But if this becomes an outlier and his bad games are the decent games, then that's fine. Right, yeah. If, if your low points are okay and not bad, then uh, no matter what position you play, then that's definitely the mark of a great player. And, and like you said, if he has, uh, if he plays decently over each of the last four games of the season, this one and the next three, then then yeah, that's definitely a little bit concerning regarding uh, whether he can maintain the elite flashes he sh has shown this season. But if this is your worst game, then that's great because in this game he was pretty average all around, two pressures. His pressure rate was exactly at the positional average, 7.4%, right on with uh, the positional average this season, 7.3%. In turn, in the run game, he had three stuffs, which is very solid. Um, he did have a couple of rough plays in the run game. He was pancaked on a touchdown that Chris Carson had, uh, and he did have an offsides penalty. But all in all, it was pretty average when you look at his production in this game uh, for an interior D lineman. So uh, definitely not close to where he was past three games. Um, but if, if this is as bad as it gets for him, then he's definitely uh, definitely proven he's a really good player at this point, but he has some tough challenges coming up Rams, Browns, Patriots, three great offensive lines. All three of them are top 10 in both adjusted line yards per carry and lowest pressure rate allowed. So 
uh, he's definitely he's going to be challenged, and it will be interesting to see him go up against New England because he didn't play in that first game. Uh, they have a really good interior, including a guy who you know we're all hoping is a teammate of his next year in Joe Tooney. So uh, it will be an, it will be a great test for him over these next three games to see if he can get back, get his elite production back, and do it against elite competition. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Michael, as we shift to offense, the O-line has been interesting this year because you and I were not big fans of the George Fant signing, but he was playing a lot better than either one of us expected in the early going, but now he seems to be regressing as the season goes on. And the reverse has happened for Connor McGovern. We both love that signing, and he played pretty poorly most of the season, but he started to really pick things up. The one constant has been Makai Becton, who once again was good against the Seahawks and has outpaced anybody's reasonable expectations for his first year. Yeah, Becton has really established himself as a future star, and his consistency has been really good. There just haven't been games where he's been a liability. Obviously, the Raiders game, was in on two strip sacks, but he made up for it in that one by being absolutely dominant in the run game, being the primary reason for the Jets rushing for over 200 yards in that game. And then here against the Seahawks, the run blocking was, I think his run blocking was solid, but in pass protection, only one pressure allowed. And he's given up one or zero pressures in four of his past five fully played games that he didn't leave due to injury. So he's definitely really show, having a great season season by rookie standards because for the most part rookie tackles tend to be tend to really struggle and that you know there's been a few playing well this season um, from Becton to Tristan Wirfs to Jedrick Wills but over the course of the past decade or so rookie tackles 
do not tend – they usually struggle quite a bit. But Becton's come in and looked really strong. And the better – as his technique gets better, his ceiling is unlimited. So uh, it's been promising to see what he's been doing. Uh, and then on those other two guys, Connor McGovern and George Fant. McGovern, rough start to the season, not quite uh, – not even close to living up to the top 10 billing he sort of had at the Broncos last season – but he's playing a lot better. In three of his past four games, only one or zero pressures allowed for McGovern. Since week nine, he's the fifth-ranked center at Pro Football Focus. So he's playing a lot better as well, starting to look more like the player the Jets thought they were getting, uh, especially in the run game. I think he's been a lot better than I expected. The pass protection still coming along, gradually improving. But in the run game, he's really looked solid. And I think if the Jets have a good backup plan at center, moving him to guard is something you could do because all of his struggles this season have been more mental, picking up uh, blitzes, stunts, things like that. But physically, it's all been there. So I think a move to guard could be an option if that is something they want to do. But in terms of what he's doing right now, he's playing a lot better, looking like uh, the center he was last season at that center position. So he's improving. But then George Fant's kind of going in the other direction right now. He's still been better than definitely I thought. I mean, I thought he was going to be a complete liability, but he's been okay. But but with that being said, he's struggled a little bit more over the past couple games, seven pressures over the past two weeks, which are his first two games back after missing the Miami game in week 12 with the knee injury. Pressure rate 11.5% over the past two games, which is very bad. So he's trending downward a little bit on the season. He's ranked 24th out of 38 right tackles at PFF, which is the 38th percentile. So on the season, you know, that's competent. It's decent. I think you watch Fant this year. He's rarely been a major problem. He hasn't had a ton of games where he's been great. Maybe a couple, specifically the Broncos game in week four, but um they have an interesting decision with him. His contract isn't terrible. 9.4 million cap hit seems high, but it's only supposed uh, right now would be 30th among tackles next season. So it's not bad. And that is a fine price. I think for an okay starting tackle, considering how hard it is to find competent players at that position. But at the same time, if the jets and Joe Douglas really want to make this offensive line great and not just settle for okay, then you can move on from Fant. The dead money you take from him, uh, cutting him isn't too high, and there are options to get better. There could be good tackle options in the first round, high second round. Uh, there are a couple of good free agent right tackles in Taylor Moten and Daryl Williams. So there are, uh, as Fant kind of continues to struggle and looks less average and a little bit more mediocre, if he continues to go down that track, then the door is definitely open for the Jets to you know, accept the one-year stopgap play, move on, and, and just shoot higher. But if they don't have a good fallback plan, I still think he's been okay enough to where you can stick with him on that contract and feel good about him as a stopgap for one more season. But uh, he is trending down a little bit. You also have the durability questions with uh, only two missed games this season, but they were at two separate times. So it, you definitely have that as well. But bottom line, fan, I think if you have to stick with him at that number, that's fine. He's okay. But you can definitely shoot a lot higher at this position, I think. And he is struggling a little bit more the past couple of weeks. So if that trend continues, I think it will become more likely the Jets look to move on from him and upgrade. Michael, we established at the beginning of the show that there were not a lot of positives in this game. In fact, 
after the game was over, you and I were texting back and forth, and you said, it's going to be hard to find anybody who played well in this game. And the two names that I came out with right away, even though I also acknowledged it was with small sample sizes, were Josh Adams and Braxton Berrios. Yeah, Braxton Berrios in this game. And this actually makes it an interesting two-game stint. He's barely played the past couple games, but it doesn't really seem like that because he's made some catches. So in this game against the Seahawks, three catches, three first downs, 49 yards, and he only was out there for eight passing snaps. That's all he had to put up that production, and yet he led the team in all of the receiving categories. And against the Raiders the previous week, two catches, 33 yards. He was only out there for four passing plays. So that's two games which he's only ran a route on 12 plays, and he's five catches for 82 yards and four first downs. That is ridiculously efficient. So it will will be interesting to see how the Jets handle his playing time. Obviously, you have two pure slot guys with him and Jameson Crowder who are very undersized, but um, they've been two of the better receivers this season, and Barrios has really looked good the past couple weeks, so he's deserving of some more playing time. I am a huge Crowder fan. I've supported Crowder quite a bit this season. I still think he is substantially better than Barrios and very much worthy of keeping around on his contract. But Barrios has looked solid this season. He is, if as a backup slot, as your fourth or fifth receiver option, he's pretty good in that role. So um, Barrios, past couple weeks, uh, some nice grabs in a very small amount of time. And then for Josh Adams, Pretty much the same thing. Small sample size, but shown a lot with a little. He only had six carries against the Seahawks, but 27 yards, four and a half average. While Frank Gore and Ty Johnson, both of those guys were under three yards per carry. So he significantly outperformed those two. Uh, He had a 12-yard run and a nine-yard run on only six carries again. And Gore and Johnson, they had 16 carries and could only go over uh, five yards one time between them. And Adams did that twice. So he he had another good small sample size game. He definitely deserves some more carries. But we know Frank Gore is going to get 20 next week, which is, for tank purposes, perfect. But Josh Adams looks interesting right now. His after-contact production has been really nice the past couple games. Eight and a half yards after contact per carry. Week 13, tops among running backs. And down to three yards after contact in the Seahawks game. But that's still above the positional average, which is 2.8. So Josh Adams and Braxton Barrios, some interesting small sample performance over the past couple games. There's one other major piece of the New York Jets offense that, of course, is quarterback Sam Darnold. But if you want a detailed breakdown on his performance, you're going to have to subscribe to Jets X Factor and get Michael's Sam Darnold grade where you can see him grade every single snap that Darnold was involved in on Sunday against the Seahawks. So head over to JetsXFactor.com, support Michael, Joe Blewett, Robbie, and the whole gang over there. In the meantime, though, Michael, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. I know you've got the Darnold grain to work on and a ton of other stuff, too. What's going on over at JetsXFactor? Yeah, well, as we move towards the offseason, I think we're really starting to get into some more of that because I mean, the jets just lost by 37. They have zero wins. I don't think anyone's as interested in this stuff as I am. So we are kind of moving to off season stuff a little bit more, more free agent profiles, uh, all 22 film of draft prospects, especially the quarterbacks. 
Um, a, a lot of uh, looking forward to the offseason, but also still focusing on these games because there is, as we talked about in this podcast and always do each week, there still are, even though the team is completely irrelevant, there are a lot of very important individual kind of career arcs playing out within the roster. So um, more on the offense and the defense, Quinn Williams, Javelin Guidry, film on those two guys, probably Sam Darnold grades interested to look into this game because uh, there were, even though he finished with no picks, it seemed like I, he definitely had at least three of them dropped. So it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of uh, comes out on the grade sheet, but um, plenty of interesting stuff. This is going to be an interesting final three weeks as the jets try to, or at least we hope that they finish off this tank or some of us, um, but still there are a lot of young players getting playing time right now. And it has very important, impl- very important implications on the future as these guys get valuable reps against top tier competition. Next week, we're going to have Makai Becton probably getting some reps against Aaron Donald. So that should be fun. And also McGovern playing well should see plenty of Aaron Donald. So great matchups for those guys. So a lot to look forward to in terms of the individual players and their matchups. Go ahead and follow Michael on Twitter at Michael underscore Nania and read his work over at JetsXFactor.com. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.